Welcome everyone back to another episode of the Bat Boys. I'm joined by your very own Bat Boy number one, Sam Wilson. Sam hello, Wilson. hello, everyone. hello. Welcome back. It's been a yeah. while, Sam. Excited uh, to have this episode. And uh, and we're also here uh, with my stat, my stat boy, Tim Tim Pittman. That's right, so. stat boy. That's right. I got a lot of good stats for you, ladies mm-hmm. and gentlemen. It's going to be a, a real doozy. I don't think you're ready. Uh, listeners, oh, listeners, we, we got to apologize. Before we begin, we've been away for a few weeks. We've been, you know, grappling with the end of the season, a lot of stress. Um, but we come, Tim, in a moment of good news. That's right. What's the good news? I'm searching for good news, Sam. That next season we will be playing in the Premiera Division, Tim. Wow, that is good news. And boy, do we have some close calls. <laughs> God, we had some close calls back there. Oh, my gosh. Uh, we made it, Sam. Uh, we we certainly made it. Uh, what, was this season a, the season of youth? How are we characterizing this season? Are we getting in the... Let's just hop right into it. Uh, it felt like for me... Uh, and I tweeted a little bit. I tweet stormed this as I was trying to recap the season is, uh, yeah, we had um, changing of the guard. Another coach comes and goes Gattuso in. Then he's out. We have a lot of new faces. But in the end, what really got us through the uh, the final stretches was were these youth players. Uh, and it feels like that's the thing that we're holding on to. The thing that we can really, the foundation that remains at at, uh, at Valencia. Um, most on display with Javi Guedes' goal, the wonder left-footed goal to get us that point, uh, salvage a point there. Uh, is that how we should be seeing this, this season? Tim, I, I think we have to be thinking about this season, particularly the end of the season, in terms of, extremely close margins and some good fortune. And the the first half of the season, I also think of this as we were particularly unlucky in that we should have had more results than we did. We lost games that we were ahead or we, we gave up points where we were ahead right up in the end. But Tim, these last, you know, seven, eight games, we really clawed out some points the last minute, starting with that Bayadolid two versus one win where Javi Guerra scores 93rd minute. Um, Tim, the two games later, we come from behind against Villarreal. The, the next game against Celta Vigo, we score the winner with in the 89th minute. Tim. Mm-hmm. So, and then at Espanol, we score the, the tying goal in the 93rd minute. Any of those goals don't <laughs> happen. Yeah. Any of those goals, right? Like the scenario is very, very different. Um, so, you know, we, we ended up uh, two points ahead, right? So against uh, two points ahead, Biodolid um, finished 40th. We don't get that goal against Espanol. Espanol has 40 points. Yeah. Um, we have 41 uh, Valladolid. If we don't get that goal, then they have 41. We have 41. 
So, and then Celta Vigo, we would have 41 as well. So really, or no, sorry, we would have 40. So, you know, I mean, combination, yeah. any two of those 93rd minute goals go away, we are relegated, right? And and if one goes away and some other things happen, we get relegated too. So those, those three games, really nuts. Um, the thinnest of margins. And that's with, Having beaten Real Madrid at the That's end, that's with year. Real Madrid. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. it's just crazy. Um, you know, forty points to get relegated. I feel really badly for for Valladolid. Like that's a lot of points. Um, and yeah, if we had our, a lot of points, if we had Yarnell here as a stat man, he would probably tell us that it's been like decades um, since a team with that many points got relegated. But um, yeah, I don't have the stats time. in front of me, Tim. So, well, we do uh, look back. I think it's been four or five years, but uh, even aside from that, it's pretty rare. It's not common that you get that many points and you get relegated. Uh, and so we were really, it was just an uncommon end of the season to see four or five teams. There was a moment there, Sam, where even going in the last, I think it was the last match, had we tied, had everyone tied or lost, I think there's some combination ties that we would still go down uh in the end uh so even after the madrid match you kind of thought okay there's a chance we're, we're probably through here we're clear because we got this mat we got this win that we weren't planning for but even that wasn't the case so yeah it's really tough uh but better them than us i have to say uh I, if i have to i throw them off the titanic then um uh, then go down with the ship myself so yeah value delete i feel bad but um hey you know, life is tough, you know? Yeah. Sam, there's uh kind of thinking ahead here. Where does this leave us now going into the end of the season? I felt like with Braha coming in, a real mix of players saw uh, them get into the, the starting 11. Of course, you saw these, uh, these youngsters get the start. You saw kind of Eunice Musa fall off. You saw Guillemone fall away, and then you now saw Braga, who I think was taking a lot of criticism and how he's approaching these games. You know, he did it, though. You know, he accomplished his goal, and we're seeing some discussions around his uh, sort of renewal into the next two years. Is this a good idea? Is Braga the man for us? I'm unconvinced by Braga, Tim. Mm. I, I didn't see i felt as if he he was enough to get us through but again the margins were really really thin in some of these games i i worry you know he came in in a situation where um where all he had to do was keep us out of 18th yeah. right you know giving him next season i mean he he doesn't have a lot of experience as a head coach period he has no experience coaching la liga except for uh these last several games he's you know a fan favorite as a player i just think it's like a difficult situation for him Mm -hmm. uh, to come in and and i i worry that the circumstances are not going to be um are not going to be auspicious for his success would Uh, you would you do it if you were presented with the the year contracts, if you're Braha, 
If That's I were Braha, I probably would. I mean, it's yeah. a better opportunity that you get elsewhere. And yeah, you know, yeah, you could tarnish your legacy, but clearly you have to have some self-belief, right? Like you have to think like, I can figure this out. I can be a great coach. Um, and he, you know, to his credit, he he started playing players that we hadn't seen yeah. that became our best players. I mean, really, some of these players were really spectacular. Yeah. So I don't know. What what did you see from a system perspective, from a formation perspective, that would make you either want to do this or hesitate? Um, it, it, I think that's it's just difficult to say uh, in these situations where he doesn't have a squad that he chose. Uh, he, uh, who, you know, I think he's coming in with players coming in and out of form. Um, you know, you have a guy like Cavani, like what, what do you do with him? You have, you know, some injuries. I thought we did a good job trying to play balanced football. And I thought he did a good job of making the most of a challenging midfield situation. So you saw Guerra and Nico in that pivot. And I think that was more effective than maybe shoving Musa in there and trying to make that work. Uh, I don't think he went right back to Guillemot, which I think long term we should really, you know, we need to protect Guillemot as a player. But I don't think that would have been the move. Um, and he pushed, you know, you know, another thing is he uh, he kept uh, in our lineup, you know, a guy who's who's been starting now uh, for the last two three years. And, um, you know, it's, uh, so I, I don't know. I mean, pull cool here. Yeah. Thank you. I was waiting for you to waiting for you to chime in. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looks like Craig got, got the lineup in there a few times, but you know, I thought he played very, um, I thought he did find ways to get players that he saw were willing to work to win games and put them in positions to win. Yeah. Uh, so you got you got you see guys like Guerra, you see guys like Lopez, you see in moments, you see Musa come back on the right hand side, um, and then focus on Lino and Clivert to get in around the box and, and get options. But it's it's hard to say. It really is. Like these games were a as you were saying, were they real tactical masterclasses and of Braha? Were they strategic? games or were they just feats of strength you know he did yeah. enough at least to motivate these youngsters to fight for a game he didn't rely on guys who we were seeing weren't willing to go and and do the work maybe Yunus Musa being one of them you know I'm a big fan of him Halish Mariba another one um so he was I guess willing to use the player and personnel to do it um so all that to say, hard to say. It's hard to say. I definitely didn't see a system where it wowed me. Um, yeah. But I, I just can't. I can't imagine a situation where any coach would come in and really wow anyone. It's really um, batter down the hatchets, do what you can to win, leverage the guys who are most in form and healthy and physical and willing to go to battle in these games. Uh, and I think he was able to at least demonstrate he could pick the right team. In those moments, um, Tim, some of his sorry, last thing, some of his subs, yeah, yeah. player management, game management were a little suspect. I would yeah. say, I feel as if we haven't had a good game manager uh, since Marcelino. 
I really liked I really liked um uh obviously uh, I liked Gattuso but I didn't think he was a good game manager I thought he I liked that he was trying to implement a system but but I didn't I didn't think he was a good game manager um Tim you, we- you know I I liken him to like a really good junior college coach uh who might have been a really fantastic player but just shoved players into a, a playing style and a system that just like wasn't work it just wasn't working um and there were some real weaknesses in those games and those moments and he really struggled to pivot uh Braha I think comes in and says hey let's go live in reality here uh and get a lineup together that we feel could puts our team in the best position to get one, not concede a ton of goals. Uh, but we can, we can get a few chances uh, on goal game. Gattuso was very optimistic in what we could achieve there. Um, yeah, you're right. Marcelino was the best. I will say Marcelino was going back in his games. As, as we've looked, go back through his games though. He certainly wasn't, crushing la liga by any means he had a really yeah. strong stretch of games there but he had a rough string of it felt like 12 draws in a row uh towards oh, the yeah. end of that first first side so he struggled to get his footing there but he did find ways to not concede a lot of matches Gattuso just you know just dropped too many points um so great question tim which of these youngsters would you be most sad to see go uh i think javiguera is the number one for me uh in case no one saw him play i think he was the strongest on the ball uh he would start tomorrow uh on any given day or any given game or team we're playing i think right now he is the most promise even considering uh yeah I, I would say that even considering Diego Diego Lopez who obviously had incredible matches and plays um one of which was a goal against Madrid but I still think Javi Guerra has the most to offer and right now I would put my money on him as I would put my chips on him for his career you know he came in Sam and you had a guy like Yunus Musa who's this darling of a player, uh, not even because we're American and we're a little biased. You know, I think he's getting interest from all sorts of teams. And you see a guy like, you know, even Diego Lopez come in and do things that he was unable to do. Um, Yunus Musa is the ball carrying guy. Now you have Diego Lopez being able to run the wing better than him. So it, it just was really interesting to see how strong these players are. And I think Javier could start, could be a starting midfielder. Um, going into the next season or two agree disagree tim i i think you it was really well said um you know in years past i just note um that in years past we would have said uh we would have we would have said king and lee and now king and lee is going to psg tim going to psg that's right um yeah, I don't even want to talk about that, Tim, because it's going to make me too upset. But but I think you're right. I think Javier, I think Almeida, I really would like to see Cliver, um back. 
Um, and then I wasn't even including those guys. I thought you were talking about just the youngsters in Valencia. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. So I would still stick with Javier. He's he's a youth guy. Yeah. Um, I say still ton of promise. Cliver came into his own towards the end of the season. I think most people would say he could still do more. I think he probably could. You know. Oh yeah. Uh, if this if this season kept going, we might see even a better form from him. Um, but you know how committed is he? to the team where is he right now i know he wants to stay but i would still probably pick avigator but listen you have sam Molina and clivert and almeida fantastic players i would think about how do we keep some of these guys nico can go in my opinion you know strong player but he's a barca guy and then how do we think about we about building a future again one thing i tweeted sam and i want to get your take on it is how do we not have guys like Kang and Lee slip between our fingers and end up at PSG three years later and sell them for 20 million? Um, I think that's something important we need to think about going in. So Diego Lopez, we've we've secured. I'm not sure where Javier is now, what his situation is. I'll have to look it up. But these are guys we build from and invest in versus doing what we always do. Create, um, let the chaos agent Peter Lemon cause all sorts of confusion, change playing styles across coaches every every season, and then kind of alienate these players. Tim, oh my God, I'm, Peter I'm, Lim's calling me right now. <laughs> That's right. You better listen. No, I um, yeah, I, I I can't disagree with any of that. You know, the one thing I'll say with Kangan Lee is that you know, was it just not going to work out? Yeah, you know, Peter Lim deserves a ton of blame. To me, the biggest, the most egregious was when he got rid of Alamani um, and wanted to step back in. And 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 after having learned, like the way we can have success is by I just let these professionals do the job. And he still really hasn't let a professional uh, do the job. Um but with Kangan Lee, you know, the reason why he fired Alamani, part of this was that Kangan Lee wasn't really in Marcelino's plans. Yeah. And, you know, I just I just wonder what really could have been different. Um, and it's unfortunate. And, you know, one of the things that really frustrates me, Tim, is actually what happened under Bordelos is that um, when... We were we were signing um, our uh, when we were seeing when we were signing uh, Desusis Rodrigo Rodrigo yeah yeah um, no, um, no yeah no what, what what's the player's Marcus name Andre. Marcus Andre Marcus <laughs> Andre yeah, yeah. Uh, we were signing Marcus Andre we um, we had to we couldn't keep Kangan Lee. And so we had to let him go when we had a deal that we were going to get a percentage of any future sale when he left Mallorca. So now we just gave that up yeah, just out of incompetence, just because we wanted Marcos Andre really fast. It was just, it was totally crazy. And yeah, well, listen, yeah. I, I agree. I think if, but if, if so, if Kang and Lee, there's no option there, you know, the personnel doesn't match up. Listen, the players, coach is not behind it. 
you build a plan. Like you can obviously recognize he's talented. Um, and there's a future yeah. there, but it all feels very short termism, very knee jerk reaction stuff. Um, where, you know, we can't find a place for him. You know, he's, uh, you know, if you, if you go back to the, that initial time, you know, it seemed like he was making a lot of, you know, demands and his camp was not aligned with us. There's just a lot of stories coming out on some like difficult conversations they were having and a relationship was really strained there. Um, but instead, so instead of saying, Hey, we have this other future, we're going to go down. Like, you're just not part of it. And maybe they did make a good deal because no one really came for him. Right. He was, he went to my work on a free, but then we like gutted everything else. Uh, So it's not like we were like, Hey, we have this other future path and sorry, you're just not quite in that future. We're like, no. And also we're going to gut the rest of the team and we're going to, you know, sell them to our cross town rivals. And then we're going to like keep Sherry chef around. Uh, for another season. So I just felt it was, um, Sam, it was like that time when, you know, we went to that restaurant and you didn't have enough money. You bought all that. You bought that big tower of seafood. It's and so then hard. now you're like, you know, you're, you're, you know, I'm like, Hey, the check is due. And you're like, Hey man, I, I got to get out of here. You know, <laughs> can you cover me? I got to get out of here. You're doing yeah. everything you can to get this meal paid for. Uh, it felt like that. They're like, oh, crap. Uh, blow it all up. So, yeah, I, I hear you. Um, also, I mean, Kanga Lee was somewhat of a yeah difficult player. He'd come on. He'd kick someone, get a red card every time a little bit. So he wasn't perfect, but he was very young. I, I think it was just one of those, you know, when you grow up, you know, he had been in the youth academy since he was a, since he was really young. You know, there there's these expectations and. And then you get a coach who's not really taking on a system that is best suited to your skill set. And it, um, yeah. And and then he, I mean, yeah, it was terrible. How could you play him? He always got a red card. And (laughs) now. Well, it seemed like it was, um, yeah, it just seemed like we were. uh, And and a lot of clubs do this, you know, Sarah Brone's back. We got to have him back on and missed him, but he's always pointing out, just how bad business clubs, how bad it is. Like PSG, for example, just throws a bunch of players and money at a situation with no regard into like what makes a player successful in yep. prior teams, the system, the league, uh, the coach they played under, what type of forward they are, what type of midfielder. So you end up with this hodgepodge of talent. The coach comes in. He's like, well, how do I put all this together? You guys haven't really been planning the next three to five years of talent. Um, And of course, he's like, well, I've got, you know, these sets of players. Where does he really fit in? I I kind of have to build a whole new system around him. Yeah. So I I get that's the case. Then they fight over it. And then Peter Lim, you know, it seems like he throws a fit and he's like, well, I'll just burn it all down. What do I care? So. Yeah. It's really. Yeah, it's unfortunate. But. Tim, I just want to end this podcast. Sorry, I got went on a rant there. I was really pent up. Yeah, you pent were up stuff there. You were, but Sam, just can we round it out real quick? I think. Yeah. Uh, looking forward, maybe yeah. we do a looking forward episode. Uh, Almeida, um, the two youngsters, Diacabi, 
Gaia, um, if we can, I think Clivert's the future. Samuel Lino, I, I think I don't he offers a lot, Lino, but, but I don't know yeah. if it's realistic and I don't know. Uh, but Clivert, yeah. But Clivert, um, Cavani like seems to be back in Argentina. So he might be on his way out. I, these are the guys you want to build the future around, I think. And then you bring in some midfield reinforcements. Guillemone as well. I know people not loving Guillemone. Um, certainly didn't have the year we would hope him to have. Um, but he's got to be a player we invest in. And yeah. Fouquier. Fouquier is going to be president of this this club. Yeah. Yeah. He's actually going to be the trainer coach next <laughs> season uh, when Baraja gets let go in November. <laughs> That's right. Um, That's right. That'll yeah. be interesting. Well, Sam, yeah. Well, to, last uh, to wrap it up. We'll wrap it up. We're, how do we end this thing? I I think Tim, we remember that eight weeks ago, seven weeks ago, everyone was saying we we're going to get relegated. Yeah, and being relegated would have been catastrophic. And it wouldn't have necessarily guaranteed that Peter Lim was gone. Um, it just would have really lessened the the opportunity and chances that the club had to be successful in the short and long term. Yeah. So I just want to say we made it out. We did it. We're playing sure. against the big boys next year. It's going to be great. And I'm excited. Excited to do this round out another season with you tim and excited for next year uh to to keep doing this i'm excited we do have a lot of positive things to look forward to namely these youngsters and how we can uh feel the team around them so maybe Baraha comes back who knows maybe we'll have a different coach it's positive so sam that's that's a good way to round out this episode stay positive that's all we can really do in the fog of war you know when that's we're right. deep in it it's hard to stay positive but you're right. We have a lot to be grateful for. That's right. That's right, Tim. Uh, great um, community, great fans, great Twitter. Oh, yeah. Uh, God forbid we could be Barcelona podcasts. Uh, you know, imagine that. Yeah, that's right. a different life. That's right. No, that's right. We, we like all of our, our Barcelona fans as well. That's yep. fine. And then, uh, yeah. Um, and then hopefully, Sam, they fix some of the issues with refereeing and, and La, La Liga going into next season. Yeah, I think they can only improve from there. Yeah. I think that's what that's it. Okay. All right. All right, friend. Adios. Sam, until next time. Until next time.